Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. World is in trouble. Anytime much of Anton come, party boy, get up and run. A gun shot me head back. You tell him no crow. It's like boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head. Who boy not promote no nasty man, them are fit dead. Boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head. Who boy not promote no nasty man, them are fit dead. Woman, eat your panna, ogo panna, lay down in a bed. Ogo panna, need a hand of feel up legs. Send for the matic and the hoodie instead. Shoot them, no come if we shot them. Do a one jockey, give them parlance head. The blow one, the sweetness between the legs. Y'all bend down back away and accept the peg. And if it really at you, know she still now go fled. And some man still no on the panty red. Fear about the business, them love. They say boom, bye, bye, in a body boy. Who buy no promote the nasty man, them a fiddle. Boom, bye, bye, in a body boy. Who buy no promote the nasty man, them a fiddle. Oh man is the greatest thing that ever put on the land Put your love on the from end down to foot bottom But some man not turn around Where them get that sam Peter is not for Janet Peter is for Jan Suzette is not for Paul Suzette is for Anne Where the mama class Them get that sam Here come the DJ name But your band and comfy Shake me a dad Boom 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 Bye bye in a body boy why not promote no nasty man, them a fiddle Boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head Why not promote no body man, them a fiddle Tommy said this is not a monkey, me said this is not a dude I come near with any skin must feel Burn him up bad like a horse how you feel One but your bands and your top They say boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head Why not promote no body man, them a fiddle Known as PT, 
striving to awaken those who are asleep. Stimulate those who are awakened. Feed those who are starving and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the Creator for allowing me to be 989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. Again, you can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number 1 to speak. You can also reach us on the internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother, the number four, real, and listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic infidelity. What we do with who outside of our marriage. Infidelity appears to be commonplace in our society. It's the desire to engage someone outside of the marriage sexually and or emotionally, the result of our poor natural inclination to engage in multiple relationships or our infinite, unquenchable desire for sex. Should we be monogamous once married? Should we expect our spouses to be or not to be monogamous? Infidelity, Webster's Dictionary says, unfaithfulness to a moral obligation, disloyalty, the act or fact of having a romantic or sexual relationship with someone other than one's husband wife, or partner. 1991, it was a study. A sex researcher, uh, Sherry Height, found that 70% of married women have cheated on their partners. And in 1993, a follow-up study found out, found that 72% of married men have as well. According to a 2004 University of Chicago study, 25% of married men have had at least one extramarital affair. That was uh, released in 2012. Five myths about cheating. It's things that people say why people cheat. Cheating and affairs are more common amongst the rich and less common in conservative cultures. Well, there are more because Celebrities have more money. The more money a celebrity has, the more likely they are to cheat. Well, they actually say the celebrity man. Is that, is that a sexist statement there? So cheating is hardly the domain for uh, just the rich and the famous. In fact, according to a Boston College economist, Donald Cox, poor women are more likely to cheat than wealthy women. Hmm. That's very interesting. Nor do more societal, socially conservative times erase infidelity. America today may seem more sexually relaxed than 
in the button-down years immediately following World War II. That's a long time ago. Yet, pioneer researchers by Alfred Kinsley found that married men cheated at rates of around 50%. In 1953, Kinsley showed that 26% of married women also been also unfaithful. Estimates today find married men cheating at rates between 25 and 72%. If you really love your partner, you'll remain faithful. They say this is another myth. Basically because they say that some people cheat simply because they desire sex with someone else, even if they want to preserve their relationship. So that's that unquestionable desire for a sexual interaction with someone other than your mate. We generally agree on what counts as cheat. Cheating was simpler. It involved physical contact with another person, but today the Internet and its uh, pornography not only make it yesterday's stigmatized bedroom activity seem mundane, but also force us to ask what defines cheating because you can be basically saying people are interacting sexually on the Internet with people. So is that cheating? A few erotic text messages Former uh, congressman Anthony Weiner, everybody know what he did, right? Um, what about uh, live internet sex show or camming? That's the live. That's just um, that's individuals that's showing their bodies on the um, online sex via the webcam. So they said um, they found little agreement on what counts as cheating amongst today's youth because there's so many means of Interacting with individuals sexually, you can interact sexually with somebody in China, and you might be in New York. So I mean, so what is cheating? You know, so you know, what do you consider as cheating? Is it okay if your if your mate watch pornography? Is they are they cheating on you if they do that or not? You know, because there are they are being engaged sexually by individuals on film, um, who are you know having sex or engaging in sexual activity. Your partner won't stray away as long as you keep your sex life exciting. Says that's a myth. You can swing from the chandeliers. You can do whatever you, you know, top your head, whatever you want to do. Most people, they say that most people, monogamy does not necessarily provide a lifetime of sexual contentment. This is perhaps particularly true with youth who have grown up in a pornified culture. Says so that um over sex. So we have been all sexualized. Men in this guy's study found themselves increasingly less interested in sex with their partners as the months passed. So the I guess the um novelty wears off and when you have it within two years almost all his subjects had cheated on their spouses. Most married people don't cheat. Well, that was seen that way, which is also the you know theme of the today's show. Once you're married, why are you cheat? Started out, you know, Cheryl Height found that 70% of married women cheated on their partners, and later 72% of married men as well. So those are myths about cheating. So marriage infidelity statistics. I'm going to go over some statistics about infidelity. Let me 
and try to talk about some of this stuff. The set of marriages where one or both spouses admit to infidelity, either physical or emotional, 41%. And this is from um, Eric Anderson, a sociologist at the University of Winchester and an author of Monogamy, Gap, Men, Love, and the Reality of Cheat. So, percent of men who admit to committing infidelity in any relationship they've had, 57%. You know that saying about old habits die hard? So, you know, makes you wonder, like, when you get married, do you really expect that same person to just stop having those uh, behaviors, feelings, or whatever inclinations they have that, you know, drive them to want to be with someone else? Percentage of women who admit to committing infidelity in any relationship they've had, 54%. Percentage of married men who have strayed at least once during their married lives, 22%. Percentage of married women who have strayed at least once during their married lives, 14%. Percentage of men and women who admit to having an affair with a co-worker, 36%. Percentage of men and women who admit to infidelity with a brother-in-law or sister-in-law, 17%. Average length of a of an affair could last, uh, the average length could last two years. So that's a pretty long time to somebody be kicking with your, your sister or your brother. Percentage of marriages that last after an affair has been admitted to or discovered, 31% of marriages uh, survived that in this survey. Because I'm sure they didn't ask everybody. Percentage of men who say they would have an affair if they knew they would never get caught, 74%. Percentage of women who say they would have an affair if they knew they would never get caught, 68%. Now, that kind of goes, that's more than the percentage of marriages uh, where one or both spouses admit to infidelity for both all, you know, categories. That's very interesting. So it sounds like getting away with it, uh, a lot of people survey in this survey would over fifty percent of them would get you know would go for it. So maybe we're um, you know why is that? Because you know I don't know if we have uh, any married individuals listening to this uh, broadcast tonight. We do you know we'd like you to call in and uh, you don't have to uh, say who you are, but you can ex- express your experience with this if you had. You don't want to say your name. That's good. That's good. That's all good. So, the latest infidelity uh, statistics of the United States: the divorce rate in the United States getting higher every year. So, so is cheating and infidelity in relationships. Also, it has been found that infidelity the infidelity rate has increased dramatically within the last 25 years in the United States. So. Infidelity is the act of cheating on one spouse or, as we said, a committed relationship partner. 
So why so much infidelity? Has the increase in the technology which has made the availability of, of sexualized material um, so stimulating that it encourages the uh, desire to be with someone else? Is that part of it? Has it? Is it a symptom or a sign of relaxed relax or change in the idea of how we relate to each other sexually in the society? An individual, or you know, what is it? What's going on? And not that cheating is anything new. We're not even trying to suggest that this is some new phenomena since, uh, you know, my contemporary times or technology, because you don't need technology to cheat. But you can reach more people with, as we know, with technology, the computer, things like that. But that just makes it makes more things more available. It doesn't mean that you're not cheat. So, why women cheat? For women, the reason behind cheating her husband is cheating on her husband is not sex. Most women cheat for emotional connection. This fact is quite common amongst women over the age of 30. It has been found that women can have an emotional relationship with some other person without taking it to the physical level. When ignorance is there from their husbands and women choose to pass, choose the path of infidelity. They start a relationship with others just for the sake of love and nothing else. When women are not satisfied emotionally, they initiate an affair with someone, some other person whom she trusts. It's very interesting because um, it's people that you are in a relationship with and you're searching for intimacy, emotional closeness, and things like that, doesn't that kind of like lead to sex? Because that's the emotional uh, intimacy you're not getting from your husband, the person that you are, you know, obligated to be with intimate sexually. So that part of the relationship is missing, but you're going to find that in someone else but some women, I guess, don't have sex out of that situation. That's a tough situation to be in. Why men cheat? Usually men cheat for a single primary reason. That is sex. That goes with that saying of men are dogs. <laughs> so, after children are born, many men do not see their wives as sex objects, but rather they just find them as um, maternal figures. Men find sex and long-term relationships as routine and mechanical, such as feelings. Touch feelings make men involved with some other partner just for the sake of physical adventure. Many men will seek sex outside of the relationship simply to see if they can do it. It's just the male ego that leads to infidelity. The male has an ego, a sexual, apparently has a sexual ego, but it's so big that when once he's married, he's gonna see if he can still got it. Do I still got it? So you gotta go out and see if you can get it. So that's what this author is saying. When can it happen? Infidelity can take place any time during a relationship. But according to those things, that's true. Is it because uh, you know if you have a sexual appetite that's unquenchable, then you could be married. And I guess some guys have had sex 
the night before the marriage. You have the uh, what's that? The uh, bachelor party, and some some people actually engage in sexual intercourse there. Um, I don't know if females do it or not. I I would suspect that you know that may be so. That has been done also. I don't know, but some people may you know do that. Uh, after completing the first year of marriage life, the honeymoon period ends, and the couple gets settled into a routine life. This is the time when life becomes boring in some people and they start looking around for some intimate results in cheating. So they, get, so they say people get bored after about a year with their sexual life with their partner. And they start looking for adventure with somebody else. Also, after the first child is born, couples find that priorities of life have changed suddenly. This occurrence can sometimes become too hard to handle due to the need to give your attention to someone other than your husband and wife, the emotional feelings between the two change a lot. So illegal affairs after birth, after the birth of the first child can be noticed often. That's kind of selfish. you got a kid, you know, and uh, it seems like both parents would be trying to uh, pay some attention to that child because it's not only changed for one person, it's changed for, you know, both parents about why conditions um, that may lead to people being uh, unfaithful to their spouses. So, Cassie Myers said these are three reasons infidelity leads to divorce. Denial of the problem. This is a very normal first reaction, and most people will spend some time simply refusing to believe that their spouse is involved with someone else no matter how compelling the evidence. However, to try to be honest with yourself and accept has happened, although honesty and clarity can get you through this, no matter what untimely happens with your marriage, what ultimately happens with your marriage. Infidelity is usually the result of problems in the marriage. If you can accept your spouse's infidelity, you are left with more problems that you started with. You have to be able to deal in a healthy manner the cheating, deal with in a healthy manner the cheating and the problems that lead to cheating. So, I mean, what if they married you to because they loved you, they want to be with you, they want you to be their wife, and they still want to be with other people. What if you have that spouse? That doesn't, that's not anything that you've done, but a problem with one person in marriage is a problem in the marriage. Understood. But it may not always be because of you, because you've done something wrong or you're not doing something. Inappropriate express anger. You will find yourself experiencing anger you didn't know you were capable of feeling. An affair attacks the very foundation of our day and day-to-day life robbing us of our violating the vows we took when we marry is chipping away all the peace of mind we get from being married. Because marriage is a situation in which you feel uh, or supposed to be and feel secure in. You're secure in the fact that you have someone that uh, is dedicated to you, loyal, and it's going to be who they say they are to you, you guys. And you, you don't get married to, don't. Basically, you don't get married to have sex with other people, even though that happens. Okay? So 
It's normal to feel mad at your spouse and at the affair partner, especially if it's your uh, brother-in-law, your sister-in-law. I think it's hurt when your friend or, you know, the person on the job that you know your spouse is saying is, is a job friend and stuff like that. And then you begin very angry to discover that that relationship has uh, grown to be something else than other than a friendship. So, who has invaded your marriage, right? So, these people are invading your, your life. Not Your marriage is your life when you get married. Nevertheless, this is also one of the more destructive emotions you'll be working with, though. We know anger, what anger can do. Um, so, it is important to try to keep it under control. Keep your anger under control. You have stories about people who catch spouses in relationship, and, you know, that's how you get into the fights. I have been, uh, you know, murdered because of these situations. So, not that people have are planning murders or anything like that, but it's a spur of the moment kind of thing, a reflex. So you say, not making excuses for people. It's an emotional reaction, and sometimes people are just a little outside of their heads and. You know, they go berserk and they hurt somebody. Some people hurt themselves. Whatever you want to save, whatever, whether you want to save your marriage or move on, via divorce, anger, expression in a negative manner will keep you from doing will keep you from doing either. So but you know, when you start expressing anger in a negative manner you become destructive. And uh, people get hurt and then you got now you have the courts, you got the criminal justice system, you have other people coming to knock you in your head or whatever kind of thing they're gonna violence they're gonna perpetrate on you because you did something crazy, so you wanna eliminate all of that, you know, control your anger. But, you know, be angry, but do not become destructive and, and uh, uh make yourself a uh threat to people. Learn how to use the anger you feel in a constructive manner which I know is probably pretty hard to do. And I don't know where to begin to act to, to uh, direct people and how to uh, react to something that, you know, they come upon of this magnitude. But I will, you know, advise, do not, do not hurt anyone, including yourself. Not uh, trash your house. Don't be angry. And try to be angry in a safe place. Feelings of rejection. It's impossible to not feel personally rejected when you find that your spouse has replaced you with another. Your self-esteem will be hit at an all-time low at some point before you recover. Turn to your friends, your family for strength. Some people are uh, turn to God or a church member, anybody, anybody that's close to you that can give you some positive uh, reinforcement. Without a doubt, you should not define your desirability based on the fact that your spouse cheated. That doesn't mean that you, all of a sudden you are ugly, you're unattractive, and you don't have it anymore. Because uh, that, you see, some people get married a couple times, and so you can't base it on that one person. Try to surround yourself with people who love and respect you. Draw strength from their feelings towards you and try not to allow yourself to believe you are unworthy of love just because
because of the actions of your spouse. So some people in relationship feel so strong about the spouse that the marriage, the relationship, they're only one. Like, you know, you might find it hard to believe that they're not the only one. There is someone else out there that can love you, and you may be able to have a relationship, a trusting relationship with without the uh, infidelity. So try to understand that your spouse took the act took the actions they did because they are struggling to solve their own personal problems. It's not necessarily your fault. Okay, so if somebody goes out and has an affair with somebody else, it has nothing to do with how you are sexually with that person. Then again, it might. I don't know. But the fact that they're cheating on you, that's their decision. So it has nothing to do with you. That's something that you need to work out with each other. So if that spouse does think it's something that you're not doing in bed, then maybe y'all need to talk about it. Maybe that conversation need to be um need to take place before you even get married. You know, so you don't get into this situation. But you never know what kind of situation you can get into because how open are people when they, you know, reveal all their most intimate uh feelings and experiences and wants and desires. We don't know. Everyone will experience the unfaithfulness of a spouse differently. As you know, some people will walk away from it. Other people will pull the hair out. Some people will hurt somebody. Some people will, you know, hurt themselves. Though it isn't complete, it's a, it's a starting place and will help you understand some of the emotions you are feeling. It is important to know that your reaction to infidelity is normal and emotions at different times. So this list isn't a completeness, as you know, it's not absolute. A lot of things that people do is to feel and uh, to uh, as a reaction to infidelity. If you decide to divorce, the range of emotions you feel will become wider. Therefore, it is imperative that you develop a good coping skills to get you through not only the infidelity, but also the divorce, the separation process. Okay? So, violation of trust, security of the perceived relationship. This is uh, PT. wanted to add this one on to to this uh, list. An individual may never trust a cheating spouse and may never feel secure in a relationship. Suspicion, apprehension, fear, emotional pain, embarrassment, distrust are not attributes one dreams of when forming a monogamous relationship with the spouse. For better or worse, will put will be put to the test after a spouse proven infidelity. If the marriage is not resolved, it may never be the same again. They're listening, you know, infidelity, if you if you've sworn or pledged yourself in a monogamous relationship with somebody, stick to it. If you want if that's where you want to be at. Strengthen your relationship by by being the person that you said you are. Because that's what makes people feel safe. So that goes with both the man and the female. So both parties. So it goes to the you get to the question now, are we meant to be monogamous? 
with all this cheating, you know, sometimes we we look at things and say, well, that's happening a lot. It's it's it's, it's not even a a rarity. So is is it normal for humans to be, you know, non-monogamous? Is infidelity inevitable, almost inevitable, in a relationship? What say you, audience? We have a caller. Hello? Yes. Hey, this is Kenny Jones from Black Urban America. Hello, Mr. Jones. How you doing? All right, brother. Interesting topic uh, this evening. Um, But culturally, you know that uh, if you look at us, well, let me just start back culturally. It's going to take me two minutes. Culturally, you know, uh, uh, black men, you know, from from ancient times, I'm talking about ancient times, in, in, in the homeland, you know, had more than one wife. The wife had to choose a second wife and all that, and that was more of a financial business arrangement with other perks. Moving up today, you know, 65% of uh, uh, marriages are divorced, and, like, 80% of the reasons is due to infidelity. I don't know if that's the right number, the right statistic, but it's a high number that, that people in uh, their, their marriage in divorce. Uh, uh, of course, the infidelity. I was just talking about that today on the job that, you know, there will be no more 30, 40, 50 year marriages because I don't think people take the seriousness of being married. I mean, if you listen to the words that the preacher says and everything, you know, if people really listen to the words, I think they'll think twice about doing that. But then again, we live in Western society. Western society say you have to be one-on-one or monogamous or whatever. But there's other cultures that don't practice one man, one woman. There are cultures that practice multiple wives, multiple husbands, or whatever. They're a little bit more open. But in Western society, you know, and we fall into this Western thinking of that there that that Western thought is the right thought. What happened to all the other cultures that have been successful, no problems and everything, as soon as they switch over to the Western thought, now they have problems. In marriage, is what I'm talking about. Right. Well, I think the Mormons are, don't they have more than one wife? Yes. Yes. Right. So that's an example of what you're talking about. That exists. But Mormons, but, but that's only in one state. That's only in one state now. They can't do that in other states. Do that in other states. It's called... Polygamy? Uh, uh, yeah, polygamy. Yeah. That's, okay. uh, that's only in Utah. That's only in Say Utah, that. bro. Through that court, that state line, they're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Soon they go to Oregon, or Cali, or, or or Washington, Nevada, or anything else. They go to jail. Unless they go to Canada. 
Now did they take that in Canada too swift? But that's the Western so, so so you know, why do you think that a person would get married? But these married people, they said the, the extra marital relationship lasts about two years, so it don't look like they're looking for a wife. It's just sound like they're just looking for, for some excitement. Or trying to, so, trying to get something to fill in or something that's missing. They don't look like they're looking for a husband or a wife. It's like, okay, I ain't getting this from my husband, so I'm going to get this from this guy. Or, uh, or you know, or, hey, man, she's, she's willing, I'm willing. You know, I'm just not done, I think, you know. I think in today's society, with all these reality shows, any different movies, any different, okay, it's okay, you know, let's forgive and everything. I think a lot of people, you know, is uh, losing sight on uh, commitment. Uh, see, where, where, where a couple is struggling, you know, one may step out. I didn't say, I don't say it's right or wrong. Oh, but let's look at it. Let's look at it. Others' cultures are having these problems. Only Western society, like Britain, Sweden, not Sweden, Britain, Australia, United States, Canada, all these Western countries are having problems with marriages. China don't have problems with marriages. A lot of African countries don't have problems with marriages. The Middle East don't have problems with marriages. Only Western countries have problems with marriages. Of this magnitude, you mean, right? Because I'm, I'm sure there's problems in marriage everywhere. I mean, of this magnitude, this, yeah. Right. But see, I can't even say that because I used to work with a couple of sisters from Africa and everything. And they are children of a father that had three wives and everything. The husband the, 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 the don't have people to children. The children have people with each other. And they're from different mothers and everything, you know. But it's acceptance. It's tradition. It's, 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 it's the culture attitude, you know. The women know their place. The husband knows their place. The children know their role. Everybody knows their role, what they got to do in this family uh, dynamics. Here's the thing. That guy has three wives, right? He has three wives. So that, does that say that he absolutely will not have sex with a woman outside of his three wives? Does that say that? No. Yeah, I'm saying that. Yo, oh, so you, it's hard to deal with. Speaking oh, for that? It's hard to deal with. I believe that. It's hard to deal with one, two women, two black women. You're talking about to deal with three married women and a sidekick? That's hard, man. That is, that is difficult. That's difficult for one brother to That is difficult. With these sisters' attitudes, no, nah, that's difficult. You know? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, in some countries, infidelity is a crime. And so in some countries, infidelity is a crime. You will go to jail if they could prove it. So not a lot of stock is taking it on the seriousness of marriage and commitment. Well, 
I mean, if you weren't a committed person, if you weren't a person that was monogamous in your lifestyle, what makes you think that that same person could just turn the switch just because they get married? It don't happen. It don't happen. You know, uh, what they said, Zebra never changing his stripes or something. I'm not this thing goes. You know, everybody has that. I mean, people can change. People can grow up. People can make progress. People can make growth in their life. You know, so I cannot say that, oh, uh, let's say a woman that was promiscuous through her teenage years, through her young adult years, and then on 30, she just stopped, you know, and or 40, she just stopped and just want to be, uh, uh, to say enough is enough. Not only possible, it happens a lot, you know, especially during the times, especially in the last 30 years. I mean, look at the shows that came on about the different alternative, different alternative family lifestyles. You know, so, yeah, I mean, at one time, this country will say, hey, be loose, have fun, you know, but um, but this is the result of it. You got women that having, like, six kids from four different fathers. Like, what type of commitment is that? You got guys that got what they call five different baby mamas. You know, what kind, what kind, I mean, what kind of, what kind of ethnics? I mean, but. If you look at your culture, some cultures accept that. But we live in a society that say that's wrong. So it's like it's 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 difficult to really say what is right, what is wrong, what is accepted, what is not accepted. It's difficult, you know. But if they just leave okay, nature well. alone, if, if, if Western society just leave nature alone, just let nature take its course, maybe we wouldn't have these different alarming statistics. Critical, hypocritical, hypocritical uh, uh, a contradiction of one's belief or one lifestyle. <laughs> like, for you example, know. about 20 years ago, there was this senator. I'm not gonna mention his name. Oh, he spoke out. He was the Christian right. Oh, he spoke about different lifestyle, blah blah blah. Oh, 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 it's wrong to do this. You believe in one woman, one man, two children, and wife, two cars, garage, right? Like, right. I mean, he he was pimping that. He was pimping that for years. All of a sudden, he got busted stepping out on his wife. And he's not the only one. He's not the first or the last. You know, so the question is, this lifestyle, the way we're supposed to be living, as far as matters, is concerned. One woman, one man. Is it supposed to be like that? I don't know. But, but, you know, their sisters today ain't accepting that. Not American sisters. Not American sisters. And even people that come from that culture, even people that come from that culture, change that culture once they come over here. Right. Because it's not legal here. Right. 
but that makes that makes right. sense. That's logical. But but how about this? How about this? How about you know, if you agree to be monogamous, be monogamous. What what, what is wrong with that? I don't understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, you made an agreement. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's the way you want to live. Yeah. But let's take there's this uh, there's this culture in America. I think it's the Hebrews. I'm not too sure. They believe one man should have more than one wife. You know, and they made an agreement. You know, with with government to accept their religion and whatever and their practices, and they do it. They just can't. You know. Each wife go to the judge or have a wedding, but it's some type of understanding that hey, you know, it's accepted. I have more than one wife. I can afford it, or what have you. We're 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 a business also, or what have you. You know, uh, uh, yeah. There are some groups out there that that are practicing that, and it's fine, even though it's hard on the guy because you deal with more than one sister. And everything, you know, you have problems, but um, but it's okay. To me, okay, so it's okay if that's your belief system. Right. So even in a belief system where you can have more than one wife, a man can still cheat outside of that relationship with his two, three, four wives. You don't think that's possible? Yeah, he can, he can, he can, but nine times out of ten, he's not. Because? He don't have to. No, that's the whole point. You don't have to do it, period, but you you want to. So you can cheat. If if I had ten wives, I can cheat on on an 11th um, person. How am I getting these wives? I'm going to have a desire to have another King Solomon had 200 wives. That don't make it okay. How did he have time to rule a kingdom? You got 200 wives and, what, he had 300 concubines? I don't know, man. But for what I was to say, yeah, King Solomon had 200 wives. You know, but, but it was accepted. Right. You know, so he had an unquenchable desire, right? Uh, His desire for women was unquenchable. Right. I don't know. It's it's a difficult topic, and, and I know a lot of a lot of people would, would disagree. But uh, but we gotta look. We at, have another caller. You know, Can you hold on, brother? Yeah. Hold on, man. Mm-hmm. I think we have a caller here. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna open the mic up. Caller, welcome to Provocative Sort. Hi, I'm listening to um, the dialogue between you two gentlemen, and um. It takes me back to um, this conversation that I had with someone because I know even um, four years ago, her cousin had got married and they were a Muslim couple. And I know the wife's position always was that, um, well, the husband felt like, you know, he could have another wife, but the wife's position was that, yeah, you can have another wife but you have to be able to afford another wife. Mm-hmm. Now, that may be the concept um, maybe for some Muslim uh, believers. Um, 
So I'm going to limit it to the United States because I don't really know much about the space as far as that's concerned. But what I did um, come to understand was that um, if a second wife was taken, that the male had to be 100%, well, not 100%, because just because the two of them exist, it's not really 100%, but he had to um, give equal time, equal um, care, equal support. I mean, neither one had to was able to feel like um, some part of that relationship was suffering. Um, whatever he put into one, he had to be able to put equal parts into the other. The other thing I want to comment on, that there are the difference in our understanding is that some of what we believe comes from the culture that we practice. There are um, African cultures that support the idea of multiple weddings and that women are trained from children to prepare themselves to be presented to king, um, if they have tribal kings, that kind of thing. And that is like a, a um, role of esteem for a woman to be chosen by the king, to be one of sometimes 20 or more wives. So where it just makes Not no sense. They're living, they living good. They're living good <laughs> under the king. They're living good. I mean, that's, that's a don't don't forget don't leave that out. Well, yeah, well that's true. Hey, what I'm perks, saying is it's kind of like the, of a king. There's perks being again? the wife of a king. There's perks of being the wife of a king. There's yeah, a lot perks. of perks. Of course. of course. But what I'm saying her own, is she get her um, own she get her own house, her own land, her own her own automobiles. Well, then again, you may have to think, too, that maybe these are happening in uh, areas or villages where um, poverty is high. You know what I'm saying? So to be able to be amongst the courtship of a king is a place of, of esteem and a place of being disconnected on some level from the plight of poverty. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough in detail about the culture. Marry your to... oppressor. <laughs> that well, sounds like marry your oppressor. <laughs> that, that could be the case, too. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you talk about being head of, you know, different villages, I mean, everybody might be poor. I don't know. You see what I'm saying? So even a king may not be rich. Maybe he just may be honored as king as just a respected person, he might not have much more wealth than many of the people that he leads. I mean, when I went on my trip to Africa, um, what I experienced was before we could go in and talk to any group of people that were part of a village, you had to speak. They weren't called kings, but you had people who were leaders of tribes. So yeah. you could not, yeah, you could not talk to the tribal people without permission from their leader. And then normally what happened was we had to sort of um, bargain. So if we gave them, uh, we if we agreed to bring them in some food, like a lot of times we gave bread and milk or bread and juice um, to the people of the village 
if they allowed us to just come in and talk to them. So that person is held in high esteem because they're, quote, unquote, the leader of the village, but they're just as poor as everybody else there. Let me ask you something, sister. Let me ask you something, sister. Do you believe in 2017 that a man should have more than one wife? No, no, I'm pretty old school. I mean, I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you've you been know. to the homeland, though, and you see how know, it but, works. But what I'm saying is I, I went oh. to the homeland with, with a Western mentality. You see okay. what I'm saying? So yeah. so my, my culture upbringing honored the idea of one man, one woman. That's that's how I grew up in my household, you know what I'm saying? But like I think I said, all of us I grew up understand. like that. Right. So I can understand when I went to another culture, they're just continuing the tradition of their upbringing. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if I know I went into um, the Maasai village and we talked to, to the men of the Maasai village and I found it interesting because they were saying that men are allowed to grow their hair really long, but they can't cut it until they get a wife. And then they can't get wow. a wife until they kill a lion. So, Man. so, Man. so, so, so well, I never have a wife because I'm wrong from the wine. <laughs> Man. You can help me out of that one. <laughs> okay, kill well, the wine with that guess... beer? Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Nah, yeah, man. No, I have a gun. Forget that spear. I have a pistol. <laughs> well, no, they don't have like, pistols. They have homemade swords, and they show you how they make these swords. They show you how I'll they make them. I'll never see a woman again. <laughs> man, that's like 10 wives right there. You kill a lion. That's yeah, like 10 wives. Yeah, right? You may not even come back. <laughs> right. Right, but it shows bravery. But this is what I'm saying. It shows bravery, and bravery may be something that's culturally esteemed by those people. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, there are people who live on the land, so they can't have no chicken husband and uh, animal come on to their land, and they live most of their life outside of like a hut or you know the. That I guess the structure that they built for themselves to keep them safe from animals. So if you're scared, <laughs> you can't be nobody provider, and you're scared of the, the elements around you. I mean, the animals, right. the elements around you. Hey, yo, if an elephant coming up in the village, he can have the village. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but there's not many lions left in Africa. So I mean that's the that's the oh, part about yeah, wow yeah. where's he gonna find this yeah. lion like to kill uh-huh. and they have laws against killing you know the animals and you know like poaching and so I mean like uh-huh. wow, it's getting, I mean I mean pigs a long time ago on the side could go out and do that but now it's uh-huh. kind of pigs is kind of slim. Well, let me no, they're not calling. They're them lions that lions alive and well, bro. The lions uh-huh. alive and well. You just don't see them, but they see you. Believe yeah. me. But let me tell you, let me tell you a funny story. I watched story. the Adam you Kingdom. We were out well, we lost forty percent of our wildlife in the last uh, forty years, I think. Twenty years. Forty mm-hmm. percent of our wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah. Okay, go but, ahead. Back to the yeah, let me let me just say this real quick. We were out in the Serengeti, um, at this place having dinner and it was mm-hmm. pitch black and they just kept telling you, um 
you have to be careful of the, the baboons and the monkeys and stuff like that because they will take the food. They'll come right up to your table and take your food. So we were inside this restaurant-like place, and we were there with a bunch of, you know, American, black American men from, you know, from Philly and, you know, the surrounding areas. And so this baboon jumped into the windowsill, right, and jumped on the table like, bam! And so you could hear the uh, the uh, the dishes shake on the table. And so this guy tried to jump up and say, like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to break bed with the bamboo. All of a sudden, that bamboo says, bam! And all the dishes started running. <laughs> and everybody was like running out in this restaurant like well, how do you think you're going to fight them in their territory all he got to say is P-E-U-U-W-A-A-A. and also the demons, the elephants the lions you know all the animals of the kingdom get ready to come get us few little people from America <laughs> so, it, it, it was funny we we jumped under tables and everything we were so scared <laughs> So you know, can't say like shoot, like you know how you might step your foot tough and a cat will go run in the other direction. You can't do that with a bamboo. No, that 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 was not the logic. <laughs> you, you can see that he was culturally ignorant real quick. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's so, you been know, a pleasure having this conversation. Thank you. <laughs> so we have another call. Let us see what uh, um. What we got here? Who we got here? Welcome. We have Mark. 90 seconds. Yeah, this is Brother Mark. I'm, I'm brother Mark, what's up, brother? You got 90 yeah, seconds, bro. Make it quick. Yeah. All right, brother. Yeah, I, just, I just wanted to say, you know, I appreciate this, these shows because it really helped people. And um, I apologize. I didn't call it a little earlier, right? But I think it was based uh-huh. on infidelity. And um, uh-huh. a, lot of, a lot of that had to do with the way society now, how, how like this, for an example, like the way we was raised up that you get married, and you know, that's the way my grandmama told you get married and you, and you live a good life. But now it's just like they lost the respect of marriage. You know what I mean? Right. The way it looks like to me, the respect of marriage is no longer hold that, that kind of, uh, you know, a bond no more because you can marry anybody now. And I just feel like, right. you know, a lot of infidelity is behind. The fact that, you know, it's okay to mess with who you want to mess with. But in the eyes of the guy, you know, that's not the case. So, you know, I mean, I hope I'm, I hope I'm talking about the right thing. That's what infidelity is, right? Oh, you on point? Um, you on point, right. brother? Yeah. And, and, yeah, you on the, point, man. The bottom line, and the bottom line is, is that it has a lot to do. If you look at some of these commercials, they're promoting it through commercials. They're promoting it through a lot of things. And it's attacking our kids. Our kids have nothing right. to do with you know, what, what society wants them to do has all to do with they, what they feel like they should do, and 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 that is you know to honor your mother, and my father, and at the same time respect. Well, listen, Shovel. Anytime much man don't come, party boy get up and run. A gunshot in the head back. You tell him no clue. It's like boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head. Who boy not promote no nasty man, them are fit dead. Boom, bye, bye, in a body boy head. Who boy not promote no nasty man, them are fit dead. Woman, teach up on a hobo, panel, you don't need a bed. Hobo, panel, you don't need a feel of legs. Ten feet, the matic, and the hoodie instead. Shoot them, no, come here, we shot them. Do 
row on Jackie, give them Paulin's head Them row on the sweetness, between the legs Y'all bend down back away, and accept the peg And if it really at you, know she still now go fled And some man still now on the panty red Fear about the business, them love Me say boom, bye, bye, in a party boy Move by now, promote the nasty man, them happy days Boom, bye, bye, in a party boy why not promote the nasty man, them happy days Oh man, is the greatest thing that ever put on the land Put your love on the from end down to post bottom But some man not turn around, where them get that sam Peter is not for Janet, Peter is for Jan Suzette is not for Paul, Suzette is for Anne Where the mama class, them get that sam Here come the DJ name, but your band and comfy Shake me a tata, boom, boom, boom Bye bye in a body boy eh. Who why not promote no nasty man them happy days Boom bye bye in a body boy eh. Who why not promote no body man them happy days Tommy said this is not a bogey Me said this is not a deed I come near with any skin must feel Burn him up bad like a horse how you feel One but you want on your top It's a boom bye bye in a body boy eh. Who why not promote no body man them happy days I promote nobody, but here I know. Two man, all go for a tea, so finally don't need a bed. All go for a nether and a rope down lead. Send for the matic and the Uzi instead. Show the body boy, come make with shots them. Them two want that to give them pal instead. They want the pum pum between party Lego. All them want is the body from Fred. But this is Bojo Bantan, me say. Me say, boom, bye, bye, in a body boy. Why not promote the nasty man, them happy days Boom, bye, bye, in a body boy Why not promote the nasty man, them happy days That woman is the prettiest thing God ever put on the line Put on the line Put, put on the line But some man are turn around Where them get that from? Pizza is not for Janet Pizza is for Jan Suzette is not for Paul Suzette is for Anne Here come the DJ name But you want comfy Satisfaction Happy and you love it to feel You're just boom bye bye In a body boy You better not promote no body man Them happy days Boom bye bye In a body boy With lucky landslots You can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved We are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo And we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.